0: This is Barry Zalma, Zelma on insurance. I'm an attorney who's retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant and expert witness and author and producer of these videos. Today, I'd like to talk about declaring a policy void because of a breach of warranty. A warranty in an insurance policy is a promise by an insured that a material fact is absolutely true. It has nothing to do with the guarantee that your refrigerator won't fail or that your air conditioner will continue to work. A breach of warranty at the inception of a policy prevents the policy from attaching to the risk at all. Even if the court disagrees and finds no breach of warranty, a good-faith refusal to pay on the basis of breach of warranty will usually avoid a claim of unfair claims, practices, or bad faith. If an insured breaches one or more material warranty and increases the risk covered by the policy, the contract may be voided by the insurer depending on the jurisdiction. It is therefore essential that every claims investigation include efforts to establish compliance with every warranty placed in the policy wording. A Florida statute provided that violation by an insured of any warranty, condition, or provision of a policy shall not void the policy unless the violation increases the hazard. This refers to danger to the insured property itself as opposed to possible increased exposure to the insurer. The statute compelled the result and basically emasculated the effect of the warranty by placing a causal relationship test on the issue of breach of warranty. Therefore, a burglar alarm warranty is technically breached if it is not connected, but only voids the policy in Florida if a burglary goes undetected as a result of the lack of the warranted burglar alarm. In Pitt, Pickett versus Woods, a 1981 decision of the Florida Supreme Court, the court noted that when a statute provides in relevant part A breach or violation by the insured of a warranty, condition, or provision of a wet marine or transportation insurance policy, contract of insurance, endorsement, or application does not void the policy or contract or constitute a defense to a loss thereon unless such breach or violation increase the hazard by any means within the control of the insured referring to Florida Statute 627.409, parentheses, 2, close bread. The statute was designed to prevent the insurer from avoiding coverage on what the Florida legislature thought and the Florida court thought was a technical omission paying no part in the loss. In Florida, the Court of Appeal and Eastern Insurance Company v. Austin held the incidental sales of fish on a few occasions by a yacht owner and his guests for the purpose of defraying some of the expenses of operating the yacht was not a violation of the private pleasure use warranty in the policy. In the maritime insurance contract, the Second Circuit However, differing from Florida, defined a warranty as a promise by which the assured undertakes that some particular thing shall or shall not be done or that some condition shall be fulfilled or whereby he affirms or negatives the existence of a particular state of facts. This is Commercial Union Insurance Company a Third Circuit decision. Under the federal rule and the law of most states, warranties in maritime insurance contracts must be strictly complied with, even if they are collateral to the primary risk that is the subject of the contract, if the insured is to ever recover. In Louisiana, the Court of Appeal held in Boyette versus Underwriters at Lloyd's in 1979 that a vacancy and unoccupancy warranty was sufficient to declare a policy void when it was proved the structure had been vacant and unoccupied for a period in excess of 60 days. However, in Rodriguez v. Northwest National in 1978 decision, the Louisiana Supreme Court expressly endorsed the reading of the term fire insurance policy to include policies that cover multiple risks. It applied the anti-technical provision of Louisiana statute section 22.692 to a special floater policy covering fire and other perils. The anti-technical provision states that no policy of fire insurance may be voided for breach of warranty. On the other hand, in Maryland, where whenever the application for a policy of life insurance contains a clause of warranty of the truth of the answers therein contained, no misrepresentation or untrue statement in such application made in good faith by the applicant shall affect a forfeiture or be a ground of defense in any suit brought upon any policy of insurance issued upon the faith of such application, unless such misrepresentation or untrue statement related to some matter material to the risk. The warranty made every statement in the application so vitally material to the validity of the contract that it imposed on the insured the necessity of proving that they were all literally true. The statute made a great change in this respect. It introduced two new questions for determination before the contract could be declared invalid, vis the good faith of the applicant in making his statements and the materiality to the risk of the matters involved in them. Before the statute, there could be no inquiry with reference to the risk. Every statement was material and, if untrue, in any respect. However irrelevant to the risk, the policy was invalidated. It appears that this Maryland rule, which adds two new questions to be answered before the contract can be declared invalid, And the statutory exception relating to warranties only applies to warranties that are part of a life insurance policy. All other insurance policies in Maryland are void if a material warranty is breached in any particular by the insured. In California, an intentional and fraudulent omission on the part of one insured to communicate information of matters proving or tending to prove the falsity of a warranty entitles the insurer to rescind. This is the 1995 California Supreme Court decision of Montrose Chemical versus Admiral Insurance. The common law also calls statements made in insurance applications representations. A representation made in an application that is attached to and stated to be the basis of the insurance can also be a warranty. All answers to questions in the application are representations and warranties if and only if the application is attached to and stated to form a part of the policy. Not all representations, therefore, are warranties. If a warranty is false in an application made a part of a policy and is stated to be the basis of the insurance, the policy never comes into effect. The insured has deceived the insurer. The insurer would never have written the insurance at all or at the price quoted or the terms provided had it known the truth and had the warranty been fulfilled. The basis of the insurance is false when there is a false warranty and the policy should never attach to the risk and it is declared a nullity. Insurers rely on representations and warranties made by a prospective insured and making the decision to, to insure or to not insure. And in so doing, they believe the insured is treating them with the same utmost good faith that the insurer is required to treat the insured if the representation or warranty is false. And the insurer can establish that the false representation was material to the risk, It can rescind the insurance, that is, declare that it was void from its inception, or it can defend any suit brought by an insured to collect on the policy. Now, Louisiana refused to adopt the marine rule. And in Rodriguez v. Northwestern National, it said breach of warranty will void a policy of fire insurance, provided the insurer ber- bears the burden of establishing a resultant increase in either the moral or physical hazard. In Texas, the court of appeal in First Continental v. Bolton in 1975 held that it was conclusively presumed that the insured had knowledge of incorrect statements made by an agent on the insurance application because a breach of warranty acts to bar recovery under a policy, the investigation conducted by the adjuster should be exceedingly careful and thorough because, for example, in California, an intentional and fraudulent omission on the part of one insured to communicate Information of matters proving or tending to prove the falsity of a warranty entitles the insurer to rescind. The California Supreme Court in Montrose did not express any view concerning what, if anything, ought to have been disclosed by Montrose to Admiral at the time of purchase of the initial policy, and therefore upon each renewal, nor did it consider the validity of the existence of coverage but left that for the trial court. Warranties in insurance contracts are of two types, affirmative and implied. The affirmative warranty asserts an existing fact or condition which appears on the face of the policy or is attached thereto and made a part thereof. An untrue answer on a jeweler's block proposal even if it relates to an immaterial matter, will prevent recovery. The Insurance Services Office for Jewelers Block Policy now contains sufficient language to avoid the effect of California Insurance Code Section 448, which provides that unless the policy declares that a violation of a specified provision thereof shall avoid it, the breach of an immaterial provision does not avoid the policy. In Personal Service Insurance v. Clinton-Lester, a 2006 decision of the Ohio Court of Appeal, an insurance policy was issued based upon, among other things, an answer to a question on the bottom of the first page of the application for auto insurance that asked, does any driver have a criminal record? Schultz's response to the question was simply no. Subsequent to the accident, the insurer discovered that Michael Schultz had a criminal record consisting of a sexual battery conviction in 1996 and a conviction for assault and domestic violence on an unknown date. The court found the misrepresentation to be a breach of warranty and the policy void from its inception. This video was adapted from my book, Zalma on Insurance Claims, Part 104, which is available from Amazon.com as both a Kindle book and a paperback. Please, if you found this video to be of interest or use to you, convey it or forward it to your colleagues. It's free, and please also subscribe to my Rumble channel, my YouTube channel, and my blog so that you can learn about future videos and future blog postings. Thank you for your attention.